Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Hi guys, welcome to episode one of the Unsigned podcast. I'm joined again this week by Rob Jackson. How are you doing? Thank you for having me back. I wasn't sure after the <laughs> after the preview show whether whether I'd done enough to warrant being being back in the room oh, don't be or silly. back at the table. Back at the table. Um, or maybe just there was no one else around. No, no not at all. Free. No, not at all. That is not why you're here. You're here because you agreed to last week and yeah. you had to come. <laughs> someone, someone had to turn up. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for having me back. No worries. How was your week? It's been, it's been, did we have a bank holiday? I can't even no, remember. We had another last, bank, that was last week, wasn't it? That was it? last week, It's yeah. been a, it's been a weekday wise has gone so slow. Mm. Um, but weekends, you know, they flow by every Every week, right? Weekend, even. I mean, it's been a good week. Can't complain. Nothing, nothing too negative to report. No. Um, how about yourself? It was all right. It was busy, very busy. We had our event last Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, which was it went. You know, you were being very positive on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Was I? We was I correct? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it was all you nothing, were. nothing I, to worry about. No, it wasn't anything to worry about. It was more like the apprehension of what could, what was going to, yeah, the apprehension of it really. Mm-hmm. I think the, the thing that I struggled with a bit was the unknown of how many people were going to come through the door. And we had like maybe 10, 15 people come on the night. Okay. So uh, not on the night, like come extra, through the, extra, yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah, on the door. So we had about 60 people there in the end. Nice. Which was what so, you were hoping for? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. After my after I've reset my expectations, yeah, mm-hmm. because I think for me I was sort of thinking, right, if we can get like you know, X amount, that's the magic number. But to be honest, after I like I spoke to you, I spoke to the like the bands that were doing it, and I was like, sixty is not a bad number really for our first event that we've no. ever done. So it was it was good though. Like I think it, we ran it as best we possibly could. There was a few lessons learned, like yeah. something that I didn't really think about. So we had we had the ticket sales on Skiddle. Right, mm-hmm. so which is other platforms are obviously available, but that's the one that I used. And um, on there, you could pre-book your tickets. Yeah. Now, I just assumed what we'd do is right, cool. You get it on the get your tickets on the door, and then you would then like if you turn up on the night, pay cash on the door, sorted. Mm-hmm. Not many people carry cash these days. No, 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 they don't. I mean, I don't. I'm a no, I'm I terrible really. for it. It's always just beep, tap on your phone. Or... Exactly. So I learned, not the hard way as such, but we basically had a few people that could pay cash on the door and that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, my sister, Ella, who, uh, shout out Ella, she was helping out on the door. So she was helping take the money on yeah. the door and all that. She does a bit of events managing and she's going to do it for me as and when she can as part of Unsigned. And she's going to be at the next event as well, which is really good. So, but she said like, you need like a card machine or you need something because it's easier. Just com- the convenience, the convenience of it. You and get more you, people, you've got to turn people away. They've got to go find a cash machine. If, I suppose if the weather's not great, they're like, oh, down the mood already. Yeah. Just it easier. Was, just a boop on the way in. So what I had to do, right? So on Skiddle, the sort of default setting on there is um, an hour before doors open, the mm-hmm. ticket link closes. Okay. I didn't, I, I knew that, but in the sort of, um, ma- like in the mania of the evening mania you know what I mean like it was really manic I didn't really think about it I thought our cash under the door sorted um, but people were turning up without any cash so mm. I had to then set up another ticket on the fly on Skiddle for them to go log for on them and... to log okay. on and, I mean but at least then you can keep track of how many people yeah. extra turned up yeah exactly and it and it worked but I know, but it was a lesson I learned for the first mm. event you know what I mean that was the biggest sort of takeaway from it from from a logistical standpoint because 
now I've ordered myself like one of those square yeah, um, I know, yeah. tap machine things. So hopefully when we've got our event next Thursday, which is the 19th of May, then we should be able to have, mm. we'll we have that. So then, you know, cash out or card or yeah. Apple or whatever. Anyone so, can. Bloop, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So that was, I mean, that was a good thing to learn from it. But yeah, the main, the main thing for me really, like it was, Thanks to ACAN team for having us. Like we had a great evening and the bands loved it. The bands were great. We had um, the Ariston, we had Grace Calvar, we had High Flight and we had the Loose Setters who mm-hmm. headlined. And all of them were brilliant. I saw a lot of the, the social media posts, the Instagram stories, and it, lo- it looked like a good turnout. And yeah. it looked like the, the, the artists, the bands, you know, solo or full bands, but they looked like they were having a great time. Yeah, they were, do you know what? It was so In full, full, full swing as well. No one looked like they was there. Begrudged that they were there. Oh no, they were. They were brilliant. I think the main thing for me is because because it was the first event I'd put on. Mm. It was um, obviously it was a bit nerve wracking, sort of getting it all sorted. But when we were actually in swing of it, and I'd done my first sort of, hi everyone, thanks for coming. Like coming up next is the Aris. How how was that? How how that was was that nerve wracking? That was nervy because the only time, obviously, I've been doing radio a while. But then mm. it's me and a microphone. It's different when there's people looking at you. Yeah, even yeah. when, right? So at the beginning of this, I t- started to do a couple of little like ads for in between the show, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, as you know, because you're standing behind the camera. Watching it all, that, experiencing it. That is more nerve-wracking. Like having like, obviously we've got, what's your title? What's your title? It's producer, right? Manish, the producer. We're calling you that. So we've got Manish standing behind the camera and... For me, with you two standing behind it, mm-hmm. it's more nerve-wracking than me and you just chatting. It's it's certainly different this week. Just I mean, last week we were just kind of left to our own devices, looking at a blank curtain, and that's why that's why we didn't check the camera that's in the second half. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and we lost an angle. Um, even just having someone watch us this week, yeah. it's, it's no. I mean, there's no pressure. We're all no, friends here. Like, yeah. Not going to be mean to each other. It adds an element to it. Yeah, it does. But I think that's you know, it's all about you know development of the podcast of us but the thing for me that i found the only the thing i can compare it to is doing like my best man speech or groomsman speech that's mm-hmm. the only time where i've had like a hundred people looking at me so on that i think i don't I remember if we discussed it on the podcast last week right. where we had a conversation oh well no it was up at the pub we were up at the pub so we had a quick conversation <laughs> and you gave me i won't say what the idea is you, you doing that? i'm i'm strongly considering oh, that idea yeah like i ran it past, we won't divulge um, no, I ran it past Georgia, uh, my my girlfriend, and said, you know, here's the idea. Yeah. What do you think? She went, actually, just it's clever. What I'll do, I'll find you. This is not for you guys, right? This is about, I'll, I'll find you the thing that I did and show you. And yeah. Then, right. Cool. And then you can, yeah. I'm going to steal it. I'm thinking I'm going to have to. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, that, was, that, is, that, that is in motion or will Good. be in motion. But that is nerve-wracking. I think the thing is, when you're standing up with a mic, sorry, when you're standing up with a mic and you've got 100 people looking at you, if that, even if it's close family and friends, they or... Expect. Yeah. But also, when it, even when it's strangers, like when I did my best man speech, um, that was quite nerve-wracking. And my friends, who probably will be watching this, still take the mickey out of me. Because mm. it was the first time I stood in front of that many people. And rather than saying, hi, everyone, I'm Matt, I said, hi, everyone, I am man, Right. And I've never lived it down because I was so nervous that I ended up screwing <laughs> oh. up. Right, I've never lived it down. So it's um, a big moment, though. If you if you mess up, not if you mess up, if you have an unfunny best man speech, yeah, that's the wedding ruined. Like every, people put a lot. Blimey, on you're putting pressure on yourself. <laughs> I am. Yeah. No, but I mean, people people expect 
if you if you are nominated to be not nominated, but if you are honoured, I guess, to be yeah. best man, and you say no, I'll pick up the mic and give it a crack. Yeah, they expect like even if they know the person who's getting married is the most plainest, boringest person in the world. Is they, he? They want no, 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 no. That's that's not it's not relative. Uh, but like, they want to see something funny. So the, yeah. the, I think the pressure is the pressure's on because the whole room stops. So it's not just you know the friends, the family, everyone comes to see. Yeah. The waiters, the waitresses, the chefs, the 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 people behind the bar, everyone stops. But they, I mean, the thing is, right? So obviously, you guys perform quite a lot, being mm-hmm. in admissions and stuff, yeah. and you perform live events and all that. Is there? Um, do you think any of that prepares you for that, or is it a completely different discipline where it's like it's different? You don't yeah. think about it. Like we 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 very rarely talk when we're ever. playing ever. <laughs> like I think when did you last see us? Uh, the festival. Yeah, that's. I think. I mean, I that's that's the most talking we've done. Mm. We we don't do it like you watch a lot of bands and they'll get up and they'll talk about whatever the topic is going on in the world. You're like, shut up and play the songs. Like it's a nice topic. Play one we know. <laughs> it is, yeah, like they'll start talking about something political. You're like, no, just crack on with it. Um, and then you get some unless you're Dave Grohl. Mm. Stop talking to the audience. Just just like just crack on with it. Everyone's there. They want to see the music. Yeah, you're not the greatest showman. You're not going to give like a hilarious comical speech. Just just do your. <laughs> just play the songs like just do what you're there to do like that's how you should impress people not with so them. if you're going to watch a band mm-hmm. just you're going to tell them to stop talking yeah just shut up and play the next song <laughs> we um i was going to say in regards to like sort of stagemanship is that the right term showmanship i guess showmanship it was yeah. really nice to see at the gig on um, last week to see the bands interacting with each other just normally. Like, you could tell they loved being there and they were great. While they was playing? While they were playing. So, oh, really? for example, right, so Highfly, who mm-hmm. are, are, well, all of everyone that was there I'd like to work with again. But Highfly were um, were particularly good. But it was like, their, what, what my point is, is like their relationship, you could see how close they were as like friends. So, for example, you yeah. had Ellis on drums and then you had, um, I can't remember, they, oh, who was it? It was lead singer, basically, who also plays guitar. Mm. But he had to tune quite often before the next sort of track. Yeah. So, like, you had, like, Ellis on drums, like, like playing, like, taking Try, the mickey out of feel, him. Yeah, yeah, but even, like, Anne were waiting for the guitarist to tune again. Like, it was just, it, it they, was fun. They, they're used to it, yeah. Yeah, but it was good. It was nice seeing the banter between friends mm. and stuff like that. And it sort of made you, them like, more endearing sort of thing in a way because yeah. it was, like, it was funny. And, um... But yeah, they were great. But it was one, I think the whole thing for me for that gig, it was seeing the people that I've been playing on the playing on the radio for the last mm. however long, like six months or whatever, to actually see them playing live is, yeah. is brilliant. It's because different. It is different. Mm. And it's also because I've arranged that gig and it sort of made me feel... Proud. Pr- it did. Like a proud parent. I nearly <laughs> said proud dad. And I Aww. thought, no, I'm not that old. Um, well, I am, but I mean, I'm not that old compared to yeah, whatever. So it's <laughs> it's one of those things that it was it was a proud dad moment in a way, but it was nice to see them all enjoying themselves, and they were all really thankful afterwards. And I had a really nice chat with Tommy from the Lucetters after, and it was nice yep. just to meet them all properly because doing this and doing the radio show and all that, you don't really get to meet people that often. Well, no. doing the podcast, obviously, it's I just do. You, the songs, yeah, exactly. Well, you and the songs. That's, you, that's me, the songs, the and facts. The, the facts. The facts. You, the songs, and the facts. <laughs> but it, it's nice to actually put like names to faces mm-hmm. and social media people. I think it makes whatever. you enjoy the music a bit more as well. Yeah, you can see everything behind it and the effort that's going into it, ra- rather than just like hearing a recording. It was really nice to put, yeah, 
put, put someone behind the music mm-hmm. and it was it was great but yeah the only thing that i did struggle with and we talked about this off pods last week and i won't mm-hmm. mention the band but when when you're on stage yeah. right and you have people from the crowd either not heckling, but okay. either chatting yeah. or trying not, to not interact. Fully, yeah. Not fully in the moment, but chatting. So bearing in mind, it was the first, not link, but it was the first time I went up on stage and I was mm. like, right, everyone, thank you for coming. Um, if you're not sure about what we're about, we're a podcast, we're a radio show. The people that are performing today, right, I started doing that little speech, right, before yeah. I then brought on the Ariston. And there was a couple of people there that weren't, really listening they were basically just more interested in having a few beers and getting pissed mm-hmm. and i was like okay like all right whatever yeah but then after the first sort of link they didn't do it again necessarily but i did notice on a couple of the artists on like a slower song i could hear people chatting and i was like yeah no you you, you get that you get that that's that's i, I then became it, the protective it? father yeah walking over and going like listen yeah, like, exactly. yeah. shut up no you, you you get that i mean i'm guilty for it as well like if we go watch a band and you know between the rest of the bands to watch them we go yeah oh, look, look, look at that look at that. not not you know anything negative going oh look at his pedal look at that guitar yeah that's cool isn't it and you and you do discuss i mean it's if you went to watch food fires or my chemical romance you wouldn't be coming out with those kind of, kind of comments you'd just be in the moment yeah yeah and forgetting anyone else around you um but i for some reason when you go to watch those smaller unsigned shows yeah yeah well uh, done. um people do tend to chat um yeah. and it's not it's not always a bad thing sometimes it's saying wow this is this is bloody good it, I, f- I think the thing is that i don't mind it was because it, it was the first thing and they were obviously having a good time and i wanted everyone to have a good time obviously that's the whole mm. point of being there but it was a couple of things where it was just like come on give like give them a chance or whatever then i it's think just... that's also down to the the artist to 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 to, to drown them out not to drown them out but to warrant their attention yeah, I guess that's not me saying the artists on the on the night were no because it, was, it wasn't it. just the gig. It weren't just out like the gig exactly, that we've yeah. done. Like me and you were at an event and it happened, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, come on. Guys. But I think like, that's down to yeah, that is down to the artist to go. No, no, watch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something. Yeah, and, and take their attention and win 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 them over. Win them over. I have seen it on like a comedy thing where it's like you get like ten minutes to sort of try and grab the crowd, and if you haven't mm-hmm. got them after ten minutes, then you've lost them. Yeah, I guess it's a similar thing for for musicians as I well. I always think it's the first song. The first song. If you you've got to hit them hard straight away, right? I think I can't even think what song we, we draw them in. Yeah, I think what we start with with, with emissions. To be honest, cloned or something like that. But it's it's fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. You, you've got you've got to hit them hard straight away for them to go. Got to be edgy. You got, you got to turn their heads. <laughs> well, you know, once the heads turned, you've got yeah. them. No, that's true. I think I do. I try and do that on radio as well. I don't know what you and Ollie do, but it's like on the Neither radio. Do we. No, <laughs> neither do we. We're still figuring that bit out. <laughs> I try and have like you know a, a song that is either brand new to the show mm-hmm. or something that's going to like draw like grab the attention straight away. Um, like because it's I don't know. It's just yeah, trying to draw people in, isn't mm-hmm. it? And it, rather than people like flicking through stations yeah. or whatever, you want to grab them. Yeah, I think ours is that ours is that where ours is the big intro of a song. Um, what's the killers one? Uh, smile Mr. like oh, right. smile like you mean it. Somebody told me where you go. Well, no, where it goes down. No, 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 no. When you were young. Oh, okay. So it's, it's that kind of big intro. Yeah, yeah. Um, so which you know gives you a little bit to talk over, but yeah. also people know this is going to be big. Yeah, well, yeah. You like to think of saying this is going to be a big hour. Watch this. Right. It's that same grabbing them straight away. Grabbing them by the yeah by the ears by the ears. Again, 
Come have, come, have, come have a listen. Come have a listen. Talking of shows, so I just wanted to go back on the radio show that we had this week. So our artist of the week is Ocean Floors mm-hmm. with Keep It Cool. We played that for the first time. And Great if track. you want to go and listen to that, it's available on Spotify. But the easiest way to go and find it is via our website, which is... Unsigned Music UK. It's even there and you haven't even... Unsigned, I was, Unsigned, Unsigned Music UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. On the homepage, if you scroll down, it will have the track there. But yeah, go and look it on. Go and look for it on Spotify as well. It's a great track. There are artists of the week, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing again this Sunday. A proper indie band. Yeah, they're mm. um, they're hopefully coming on in a couple of weeks' time. Perfect. Yeah. So we've had quite a lot of interest in the podcast, which has been fantastic. Like response has been good from last week and a lot of artists want to get involved with it. Um obviously like we know you're gonna be here as often as you can, but you're a busy man as well. Every couple of weeks. Yeah. So we'll we've take. got a couple of other co hosts that are going interested in doing it as well. So that's quite exciting. They're so not as good. They better not be. <laughs> <laughs> They won't, they won't be. A, no, they can't. No, be. of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Um, no, I'm sure it will be good. So it, I'm looking forward to all that. It's, it's nice to see how it's building already. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We've only had like the preview show. Obviously, this is the first official episode. Yeah, but no, I think the preview had some good response from the people yeah. that I sent it to. Um, there were there was people that yeah, that I, I didn't hear a bad word said. How about that? That's good. That's a, that's almost good enough for a poster, isn't it? There wasn't a bad word said. <laughs> Unsignmusic.uk. Unsign quote. It? quote. Um, I'm trying to think there was. It? No, no. There was just a lot of people listened and actually pulled me up on things that I said. Yeah, you said before we started about yeah. people like pulling you up for repeating yourself. Yeah, or contradicting myself 10 minutes later and not picking wasn't one of, of your criti- Isn't one of your critics on in about, well, in the next section? He, he's, he's at home at the moment. Oh, is but he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think the main, was, well, main one was me going... Don't like swearing in songs. Don't like swearing in songs. No place for it. This is fucking brilliant. We can, <laughs> we can swear on the podcast. For um, the, the thing, like I've said to you, and I've said to um, whoever's going to be involved with it, like I've said it last week as well. On the radio shows that we both do, we have to behave. Mm-hmm. This is a peek behind the curtain. This yep. is us being relaxed. This is when let artists loose. come in. Yeah, they can let loose. They can say what they want to say. It isn't a cat. I don't want it to be a stuffy podcast where people feel like oh i can't say no Mm. you just say what you want it's fine it's good everyone knows yeah within reason you know it's going on youtube you know it's going on all of the streaming platforms it's going to be up somewhere no no calling anyone out ripping into anyone no i don't think we've done that no i think we was good last week pretty much we waited till the break to do that yeah and then we just went for it (laughs) um no last week was good i think there is there is definitely not momentum potential potential that's why i was was highlighted to me afterwards by a few people. This is this is good. Well, that's good then. Mm. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to go back to. So the festival that we were talking about earlier, when we first met, mm-hmm. I wasn't wearing my hat. No. And you didn't recognise me. No. It's it's. I mean, anyone that sees yourself on Instagram Socials or social media or even knows you personally, yeah, will know that you have a hat permanently fixed. I to thought you were going to say yeah. fetish. Then fetish. No. You have a hat that fetish. Hat, you love that peak. Um, no, a hat. <laughs> Firmly fixed yeah. to your head. Um, even, for example, today, walking up the road with with Jack and Max, who we'll sp- talk to shortly, um, you was walking towards us. You had a hood on. Yeah. And where you had a hood on, I was like, oh, shit, you took the hood off. I was like, Matt. I had to say, because I, re- I did, uh, audio listeners can't see this, but video watchers can. I saw you and I did this. 
and no one reacted. So I then took <laughs> I then took the hood off, and you were like, "Oh, oh. Well. Did, didn't see that." But I had to keep the hood. <laughs> I put the hood on because it's windy out, yeah. right? And I didn't want to then Don't chase my hat, hat down, flipping oh, archway sad, high sad, road sad or whatever sight. it is. So <laughs> no, uh, didn't, yeah, I wanted didn't, to didn't do see that. that at all. But the reason I bring that up is because so Percy Productions, who done the video for the gig that we done at A Canteen last week, and mm-hmm. he's also going to be doing the video for us at 21 on Thursday the 19th, where we're going to have Good Health, Good Wealth, AB Violet, and Under One Sun as well. So there's still tickets available for that, unsignedmusic.uk forward slash events, if you want to come uh, to that. And nice. Percy, well done. <laughs> I had to like swerve that one. Um, but Percy Productions, right? So Jake mm. met him for the first, similar to you, known each other over socials for a while, yeah. Um, and then met him for the first time at the event uh, that we held last last week. Now, at the time, similar to now, didn't have my hat on, sitting there watching people set up and whatever else, right? And he comes in, he's sitting next, he's sitting sort of well, a bit further away than you mm-hmm. are now, and he's having a chat with people he knew from Spotlight Sound who were doing the sound doing the sound on the night. And uh, and I was like, oh hello mate, you're all right because he's quite recognisable. Mm-hmm. He's like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like man bun beard. Like he's quite, you know, he stands Can't out in the crowd. Him. Can't miss him, right? Beautiful geezer. And I turn around to him and go, oh, you're right, mate. How are you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, all right. You? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I said, looking forward to tonight. Should be good. Like you got everything you need. You need anything? You're all right? Mm-hmm. No, mate. Yeah, no, I'm all right. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I went off to go and do something else. And then um, I went and changed because I went and put my unsigned top on. Did you go get a hat to put on? Put my hat on. (laughs) Put my hat on. And he comes to me and goes, Matt, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. And I was like, So that's what I thought. You had a hat ready for the night. I had two hats. (laughs) I have two hats today as well. I've got my standard one that everyone everyone recognized with me old chakras. Chakras? I don't know. It's like a spiritual hat, right? I always wear that one. Um, But I've also got my unsigned one as well. But I thought, Mm -hmm. do you know what? Enough people are not recognizing me. Without a, a hat, so I'm gone naked today. today. Well, sir, kind of from the waist down. From the waist down. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Obviously joking. Just check. So um, there's not, nothing to look at. So basically, I just thought I'd go without, go hatless. 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 Yeah. Because the missus said to me a few times as well, like, oh, you don't always have to wear a hat. Do you wear the hat indoors? If it's cold. I do wear the hat a lot, okay. but I think it's because I've only not recently. I, I've I've I went so I took the plunge with taking my hair off. Okay, right? like not recently, but over the last sort of year or whatever, mm-hmm. because it's one of those things that it's been it's been running away from my face and as my daughter says it fell off my head and onto my face but it's been running away like further and further so i thought i'm just gonna go for it yeah and i think i'm still a little bit self-conscious over that so i just thought right what i'll do i'll just wear my hat mm-hmm. quite like my hats and then obviously i've got a couple made for the unsigned stuff and yep. you know although i put a vote up um a little while ago for uh i've got two hats i've got a red one and a black one mm-hmm. right White, red. white writing. Yeah. Yeah, right. So I thought, so I got a red jumper as well, which I wore last week on the show. And um, like this. And the red, I, I quite like red. It's like quite out there, obviously being a Man United fan as well. Sorry. Uh, quite like that. Um, but anyway, I like the color red and I mm-hmm. thought it looked quite good. So I thought I'll get a red hat as well. And then at least I've got options of a red hat or a black hat. The red hat sort of looks like um, the uh, Donald Trump Oh, make America great again. Oh, that's what I was worried about. See? Make unsigned great. Yeah, but I just don't again. want... Oh, no. It's just... I, I, I ordered it and then I put a vote. I, I ordered it. I got it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And then I took a picture of it and put it on Instagram. This was like a couple of like, months or, okay. month or month two, two ago. Yeah, yeah. Put it up and then um, put it up on there. And 
mo- I think one person voted for red. Everyone oh. else voted for black. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe that's... You should know the colour or the, the theme that you need to go with now. Just yeah. stay clear of red. I stay clear of red. Everything red is basically black and white. And I know it's a little bit whatever, but I quite, I quite it like that. It, it stands works. out. Yeah, it works. It's the good. T-shirts I've got are black. So, you know, we'll go with it. But anyway, so basically, yeah, no hat this week because I thought, mm. you know. What I was going to say as well is this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. Mm, um, it is, yes. It is. And I wanted to put a little bit of a spotlight on it because mm-hmm. um, if you guys follow me on my normal sort of social media page, which is Matt underscore Wery, um on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook as well, in fact. If you follow me on there, you'll probably know I'm a mental health ambassador for mates and that's why I'm wearing their T-shirt today. Um, it's a peer-to-peer support group, which uh, they've got a, p- a page on Facebook. They do walk and talks uh, in Essex. They do them all over the world as well. They've got different ambassadors all over the place. So if it's one of those things where you feel like you need a bit of support, go and give them a look. I'm an ambassador of them. They've helped me when I was going through a tough time um, a few years ago. I've got something coming up from a family perspective in a, next week, which is uh, a reminder of why it's important to have people around you that understand what you're going through. And uh, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of them. I actually had a few of the ambassadors uh, from Mates come to the gig last week, mm. which was incredible. A nice support. It was it was lovely because like we get, you know, I got involved with Mates when during lockdown basically, when I was going through a bit of a hard time and stuff, and I got in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And they used they usually do they do now do walk and talks and stuff like that on a Sunday. Um, they weren't at the time because of COVID and whatnot. So yeah. we ended up doing like visual, um, like Zoom. virtual ones, Zoom yeah. ones, yeah, which were fine. But it really helped me, and it was, um, it, yeah, too, it really helped for a really tough time. So I just wanted to shine a little bit of a light on it, mm-hmm. um, rightly so, because it can affect all of us. And I think it's important to know that it doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter who you are, everyone's got mental health, like everyone's got physical health mm-hmm. and we all need a bit of help along the way sometimes. So go and give them a look. If you want their website, it's weareyourmates.com. I'll put it in the description and um, I think we should round the first section off with that. And call it there. Call it there. Best place to. We'll be back after the break with... Jack and Max. Why did you have to think about that? Because I forgot where they are. <laughs> They're in the pub. They're in the pub. We got, that's a wild, that's a, I, I, I think that... I won't tell. I say how what I've did the text I've had of where they're at in the pub, but they're in the pub. So this this next part could be uh, could be interesting. <laughs> right, we're going to go and get them. We'll see you in the next section. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Hi guys, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. One of our partners is Mates, which is mental health awareness through educational speaking. I'm lucky enough to be an ambassador for Mates. Um, if you want to go to their website, if you want any support or any information about what they do, it's weareyourmates.com. They're a peer-to-peer support group and uh, they're based in Chelmsford in Essex. They do walks and talks, but they've got a Facebook group as well. So that is a shout out for Mates, weareyourmates.com for more information. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Right, welcome back to the podcast section two. I'm joined by not the admissions, just admissions. Just admissions. Just admissions. <laughs> yeah. admissions. You've been waiting to use. That I've been waiting to use my soundboard. Yes. Um, yeah. Welcome, guys. How are you doing? Yes. All good. All yeah, good. We're good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We're excited yeah. to be here. Yeah. It's really good to have you here. We did, wanted to get you on as a first 
official guests. Obviously, well, you, you're co host. You I've been here, count. yeah. Been, been here before. Here. Been here before. Yeah, he doesn't matter though, does he? You know, he's uh, part of furniture now. <laughs> I mean, he, was, he was just our excuse to worm our way into this, really. Yeah. Well, there you go. You've got to get your way in somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for coming. How long have you just get into the history of the band? How long have you guys been a thing? You gave us a bit of an insight last week. Mm-hmm. From your, when did you guys become a thing? You mean like a thing is in a band thing? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, about two years, I guess. So, uh, we've I've known Rob for a long time. Um, Since year and, seven. And, yeah, y- year seven. A long, a long time. Yeah. Probably what? Is that like seventeen years? Two, I don't even it's know. A, it's a hell of a long time. I don't even know. At Highlands. I don't want to know. Yes. I don't want to know how old I I don't want to know how old I. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, but about probably about two years, three, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd all done our own separate things for a long time, band wise. You know, yep. you've done your thing, you've yeah. done the, your thing. Bit, yeah. I've done, I've been in my own bands for about 10 years previous, and I got a call from uh, Kirsty and Rob, and they said, you know, you'll come down and do a bit of drumming for us. And I was like, yeah, sweet. I haven't, you know, haven't well, we, we talked about it a little bit, didn't we? Because we, you'd been in and out of cover bands with Rob and Kirsty for a while, and and then we went to um, it was Download Fest where we started talking mm. about it properly, didn't we? Me, me, you, and Kirsty, and um, and then we sat there and we was going, oh, we should we should definitely do something. We should definitely do something. <laughs> As you do. might have been about eight pints deep at that point. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a good idea. It's a really good idea. Yeah. And then we actually decided afterwards when we was all sober about two days later to go. Oh yeah, come round and uh, it is we'll, a good we'll idea. Yeah. Again. It is a good yeah. idea. Who knows then, if it's um, a good idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It seems to be going quite well. To be yeah. fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah, going yeah. all right. We, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it for what it is at the minute. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's we're still a hell of a long way with where we want to be and, and what we want to do. But for for what we've come and done in in the last twenty four months has, has been pretty good mm. for us, really. Yeah, so. Well, I've seen you guys play a couple of times. I was saying to Rob last week. First time I saw you guys play was at the San Quentin gig. In the Chinneries on the night of the storm, Eunice yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah. The, the wind. The wind. No one was going to show up. No yeah. one could make it. The, the, the seafront would be closed and all, you know, just covered in waves. Um, it was, was actually, a worry because it was like, it was, it was, it, was it was a genuine worry. Um, but on the night, it, it wasn't that bad, was it? There wasn't that much. No, no, I mean, I mean no, no, nobody I spoke to got. Got swept away. No, but I mean, I didn't speak to everyone until they came inside. Maybe, maybe the I only spoke to people that got there. Maybe uh, there were people that didn't. No, I think uh, a lot I of people know. did get there. Like, I actually was chatting when we were at the the festival that we shall not name. We I spoke to Louise <laughs> Parker, mm-hmm. and she was at the gig too. There was a there was more people there than you realised. You know, that you knew. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because I'm like basically where I've been doing this radio show for a while. Well, doing a radio show for a while. Obviously, this is the first actual episode of this, but um, I haven't had the chance to really meet everyone properly. I've met I've met the guys from Under One Sun a couple of times, San Quentin a couple of times. Obviously, I've met you guys um, at the festival and obviously now as well. Um, but yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to meet a lot of people. So I think if I had if I went back there now, mm-hmm. I'd probably recognise a few more. You, you'd probably enjoy it more. Knowing who's who, given what you said earlier for meeting the bands last week yeah. at A Canteen, you'd probably enjoy it a lot more as well. I think so. It was just because I sort of felt it was a bit awkward being on my own and being in that environment. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was sort of one of those, it was the first time I'd really gone and done that. So it was quite, it was quite interesting to see it from afar, but it would have been cool to be up like, you know, 
involved involved a bit more but i did like seeing behind the obviously when we run that gig last week mm -hmm. so we run the gig at a canteen last week we had the lucettas we had under one no we didn't under one sunday next, next week week <laughs> we had the lucettas we had grace calver the ariston and highfly all performing last week mm -hmm. um, at a canteen and i was saying to rob earlier it was really cool to see like behind the scenes of it and actually trying to put it all together bloody stressful but mm -hmm. it was yeah it, it turned out being really cool yeah, I think that's the main thing. I think it's, it's a lot of hard work to get to where you get, but once the payoff's there and, and there's a lot of people there and they're all enjoying the night, like that's what that's what kind of makes it. And I think that's what that's that's especially with smaller bands and that because it is harder to get that kind of push to get yourself out there and 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 make a night of it because mm -hmm. there's many a time that we've played as a band mm -hmm. and there's been a number of times where we turn up and we go. Wow, we're playing to about two or three people, but like the the Chinnery's gig that you come to watch us, yeah, and, yeah. and obviously with, with with a lot of San Quentin's help and their push as well, that ended up being a sellout, and it was such a huge gig for everyone involved, mm. uh, for us under one sun, them involved, and and it was a real taste of going. Oh, you know what? It's really cool to actually play to an audience, yeah, <laughs> to have a full audience, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, not just yeah. my mum, yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> the other bands, yeah. yeah. Even though she was the only person telling me not well, to my go mum that was night there. because really? of the storm, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she 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 texts me about three times in the morning, going, "You can't go. Have you seen the news? Tell your mum." You know what? That's what mums are like. Right? <laughs> yeah, anytime we have that. a gig in Southend, there's something trying to stop us. Yeah. Even when we played uh, at the Alex six months ago, before that. Yeah, um, there was the petrol crisis. Longer. I think it was summertime. It was yeah. So it was on 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 the day of the petrol crisis. I think. Oh, it was. We had about 40 miles, yeah. if that left in the car. It was you know, car sharing <laughs> to fuck just to get down there. It, was, it wasn't it was easy, was it? Do you know what? Gen <laughs> genuinely, we say this, like, genuinely, I, I called Rob that morning and I said, like, Rob, I have no diesel at all. I said, there's no way I can make it there and back. Yeah. And like, we, we spoke, to, spoke to Jack and I said, well, can, you, can, you, can you make it there and back? And we were like, yeah, well, well, we, I, don't, we, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think I can come pick you no. up. We queued Rob up said, in Sainsbury's for like an hour and a half yeah. to get petrol just for that gig alone. And we was like, Dad, is there any point? Like, no. should we do this? What is the point? Like, yeah. Rob said he's got about 50 miles. I said, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. We, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never gone down the A130 so slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just, just to like really milk it out and drain Coasted it. Coasted half of Coast it. Coast down <laughs> the hill. It was, yeah. 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 Suck yeah. it in neutral. <laughs> So who else was at that gig then? Were you guys playing with other bands uh, there? We or? was with Loose Leaf. Right. Mm, my mind's gone blank. Yeah. I can't oh, think right. Of, I can't think so of yes, me, there yeah. were other it bands. It was such a... It, there, there was about four yes. bands on that night. Oh, uh, no. No, Blab came to the night but didn't actually play. Um, yeah, it was it was such a random event because we, we, we minute, basically got asked to fill in like the day of the, oh, wow. of the festivals or the, the gig and went, oh, can you can you play for us? So it was, yeah, then it was we like, had to jumble around and go, oh, it would have been fine if not for the petrol crisis yeah, and all yeah. that. And then we, well, we, we, we would, we would we have done do the it? gig if there was no petrol crisis because the other bands would have been able to make it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Suppose, hey, life yeah, a funny yeah, thing, yeah, eh? Yeah. But we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> talking of gigs then, when was the first like admission? Because you said to me last week you had a, a previous name before we, admission. We did. So before <laughs> admissions, it was just uh, Jack, Max, myself and Kirsty. Right. Um, and we was Midnight Innovation. Right. Um, so awful Joe, name. awful. I don't know. I still stand by it. No. Um, but Joe, Joe <laughs> wasn't on the scene at this point. Um, and we played like a, a battle of the bands, right? Style gig. Um, we had four songs maybe that we'd cut in a muddle together. I think we did five. I, I think we, we did five. Five, five, five yeah, for yeah. the set. Um, yeah. Of which I think only kill the switch and build on tomorrow 
Still, wasted. And wasted. Still, still exists from right. that. Um, first gig we've ever done, and we somehow managed to win it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it might have been on a popularity basis. I think it was, yeah. We, I, I, it I looked back Chelsea on the basement. videos of our gig, and I went, oh, wasn't that great? But we brought a lot of people, so. Yeah. <laughs> was that like the first gig it, you guys did then? As as as, as, the, as a collective, as yeah. as a, like a, a, an originals band. Right. Um, but as like a band, like doing stuff together, uh, well, mainly Max, Rob and Kirsty have done the cover bands and that before. Right. And then I've sort of done individual projects with with them. Whoa, well, 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 none of that, mate. What? I was not. I was not covers bands, mate. I was in Mighty Fallen for nine years. Yeah. Uh, push out to Mighty Fallen, me and my dad. You know, me and my dad, mate. We were in a covers band nine years. You, know? you did a shameless plug. <laughs> you can plug all you want. No, no, well. no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I was out. Are you saying you're out there doing it? So what? So it. if you would do it before Midnight Innovation, mm-hmm. you done covers. What was the? What was like the? Biggest, co- what was the cover that you guys did, or what was your favorite one? Or whatever? Uh, favorite one for me was, 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 was. I like doing Smash Mouth All Star, yeah, that was quite good. That was always a fun one. That was right. Um, just another song from Shrek, yeah. same, same as I'm a uh, believer. I, think, I, I, I like to think that me and you doing the uh, the backing vocals of Girlfriend, oh, by yeah, Avril Lavigne. I mean, that was pretty good. So. Just just three minutes of us going, hey, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no way, no completely way. out of our vocal range as well. <laughs> it fell apart so quick. I would, I would love to have seen that. To be honest, yeah, I feel like uh, you should have I, seen I, it. I, I feel like I can't my, believe you my, haven't seen it. My best one was we tried to do a, a version of uh, Green Onions. You know the, the old song Green Onions. And my dad had never played a version of Green Onions, but he decided he was going to play it on saxophone that night. <laughs> and he came out saxophone. Said before he went on, he said, "Never had a lesson." <laughs> proceeded to play it awfully <laughs> walked off within two seconds yeah, it was quite evident exactly, never had a yeah, exactly never had a lesson <laughs> so, hey uh, the girlfriend could be one that works its way into an emissions set it would be a bad shout I thought you said last week I know but I forgot about that one that's the problem what did you say last week that's that's what Joe said about me saying something getting 15 minutes in again yeah, forget that and then really going back on myself we were talking about uh, original artists doing covers in their sets now obviously when you're an unsigned artist or an unsigned band there's only so many tracks you guys are going to have and if you're doing like a 45 minute set you're going to need to you bulk know, it up, bulk it up it, a yeah. bit yeah. yeah exactly so I can completely understand why bands do covers and stuff Yeah, but, and, but, um, but Avril Lavigne might make it into yours yeah my, my opinion last week was very much um, wow I'd like to come on additional right. light in there um, <laughs> my, my opinion last week was very much as soon as a an originals band I hate that phrase but as soon as an originals band plays a cover um, and Max I think you're the same that's my mm. interest lost um yeah, I would say about this, okay. And I'm not saying, like, say, I mean, I've seen um, I've seen loads of bands, like big bands play covers, and yeah. I do love it when they do play uh, a cover that is of their own style. You know, like... You they adapt this. it into their exactly, own Exactly, and, yeah. they, and they go, you know what, we, we love this song, we're going to make it our own. Mm. Um, but what I'm not a fan of is when you're playing a, a, an originals night, every band is originals, and then a band will come on and play three or four cover songs in exactly the style of that is and it yeah. it's sort of almost demean demean it's demeaning to the original artists that right. they're trying to plug their own music and then everyone's loving the the to win win the yeah, crowd to win the crowd over right. you know of course it's you know we could all we could no, i mean that's like i say i'm not against playing you know covers but covers you being your own style but you know to come out and play it you know i think 
do it in your own style, win them over in your style and in the way you want to do it. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's the way to do it, to be honest. So when we, so what was the actual first gig you guys done as admissions then? Mm, ooh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I want to say a basement gig, potentially. I think it was the basement. No, it was a it was a live stream gig. Back in does back in does that count? Does a live stream count? Was our first gig that we ever played a hotbox? I think it. Joe. It would have been after lockdown. No, he must have played a gig with us before lockdown. No, it was after lockdown. Yeah, it definitely was after. It was. It was. Yeah, after lockdown. Well, let's roll back a bit. Post lockdown, we haven't actually done introductions. Could you guys tell the watchers and listeners who in the band does what? Just so people okay. know okay. who so everyone is. Kirsty, not here. Not um, here. Sings. Yep. Jack. Oh, you can tell them yourselves. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm guitar. Well, guitarist one. <laughs> um, Joe, who's not here, is guitarist two. <laughs> Max. Oh, thank you for introducing <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I'm the drummer. <laughs> and then Rob. Uh, and then Rob. And then Rob just uh, the just kind of hangs off the, the good, back the of good, us. The good-looking one uh, <laughs> that's down in the front. Yeah. 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 We, we, we usually just get him like, laying on the front of the stage. You know, just make sure the lights are on him. It just black us all that. It's fine. If it's what the audience want, you got to give them what they. Obviously, yeah, obviously. That's how it works. So when you guys are writing. You all, because when I've obviously when people upload music to the show, you guys fill in a little bio and it tells me a bit about what you guys do and how you do it. But you say on your bio about everyone brings a little bit of themselves into the band. Yep. So when it comes to like the writing process, who takes the lead or is it up to? Do you take it in turns? Or I don't think there is a, a particular lead. I, th- I think everyone's got yeah. their own. I mean, you know, we spend a lot of time apart during the week, so whether. Jack's at home with a guitar, you know, Max playing a bit of synth for drums at home, comes up with a beat. Everyone's got something to contribute, like mm. a, a base foundation of an idea, and then the rest of the band build on that. Right. Mm. Basically, right? Right. everyone wants to be the superstar, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, I've got a song coming on here, check this out. And then we're we, like, we, we all know how the royalties work. Everyone's clued up before I, they get into it. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the biggest thing was that the fact that we got we got a WhatsApp group between us, obviously. Well, wouldn't you? Mm. Um, and if ever anyone does anything, obviously Jack's got loads of riffs up his sleeve that he just put that on there. And within it, you know, we all know we go, oh, you know, that was a great riff. We'll work on that. Rob's done a lot of good bass riffs that we've worked off, and it all comes from different places. But I think, you know, you need a starting point for everything, and yeah. you know, you never know where that starting point is going to go. I'm not going to, like, you've obviously can't have a lot of riffs, Jack, and you, Rob, as well. And could you tell where that was going to go from the riff that you first no. put out? It's never Probably the same. It's not. never the same. We, no. we, we, me and Jack, literally, about two hours ago, we're talking about um, Kill the Switch, one of our old songs. That whole breakdown was a completely different other that was song. practically a chorus that, for, that, for that, one of the first songs yeah, we wrote. That we, that we just decided that wasn't a song anymore yeah. and we're going to use that as a breakdown for a song. Right. And that is how that became the breakdown of that song. So you never know where it's going to get used. You never know which bit's going to use. You never go. never know yeah. which parts are not going to get used. But you just got to throw it out there and hope that something happens with it, really. So when's it, when with the last show, we're building on tomorrow, you guys said that that came from the Midnight Innovation days. That was, was yeah, that was the... Second song we wrote. I think it was actually uh, Third, Wasted second. was the first. No, well, Wasted was the first finished article, but I think Building Tomorrow was probably the, the first one that we yeah, fully yeah, went I, through I and went. Actually, this is this is a completely track. went to the the the, the, the studio, studio, studio that we, that we, we, we were just jamming around, and, and that and we was about. there for 
an hour maybe yeah. came up with a verse then the chorus Kirsty showed which up, is probably quite words. evident of how the, the, the track sounds compared to all of our other stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of people that spoke to us said this is actually very poppy for what you write yeah and, uh, <laughs> and I'm quite surprised that it's it's come out in in, in sort of the, the same light as what everything else is coming out in but it works um, yeah no, it works it works every, every single band has its pop hit did, yeah. that, it really just have a pop. Did you guys <laughs> adapt it at all since then up to now? Has it been like there, there was revisions certain, to it? Yeah, there were certain parts put in, like like the acoustic bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think the more um, the more you play with the song, you know, like sometimes we've. I mean, I was saying this um, to you guys earlier is that sometimes you're you jump in and you you go and record a song and. You're not really too familiar with it, especially over over lockdown stuff. We hadn't gigged any of these songs. Mm. So we went and recorded these songs without gigging them. Right. If you'd have gigged them, you probably know all the little bits that you thought, yeah, I'll do that there, I'll do that there. You go into the studio, you haven't been out gigging it and practicing it for mm. the last, you know, six months because you've been stuck at home doing nothing. Yeah. So essentially we went in and recorded it. And I was saying to you guys, even now I listen back to those then and I think, you know, like actually, if I'd have been gigging these, I probably would have done this or mm. I probably would have done that. And obviously, you know, the rest is history. But, you know, that's what happens when, when you go into a recording studio is, is it is the product of mm. when you go in and do that session. Yeah. And whether you've done it before or after, you know, it's completely different, yeah, story. <laughs> yeah. So when you guys are playing, how do you agree on what you're going to do in when you get into a gig? What set list wise have you got exactly what you know you're doing every single time? Or as, is it... as in the the running order of the yeah. songs. That's, or... Yeah, so we write that somehow. We come up with an order beforehand, right? Um, and if we manage to, you know, remember to print a set list off, we're mm-hmm. happy. If not, Max is right on the back of a, <laughs> right in, the back of a takeaway in, menu in, or so, in, something in, in clear ink. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I've got, I've got a silver, silver I've got a silver pen <laughs> that right. basically shine any light on it. You can't read it. It doesn't right. matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you, that doesn't usually, make things easy. But usually, we <laughs> have, we'll, usually we have some sort of set beforehand, and then yeah. and then usually once if we get to the point that we go, okay, we're happy with that running order. That's when we can start going. How are we going to like gel these together to make it not? Because I don't think as a band we're, we're not a band where we can just kind of go off on a tangent, talking for twenty minutes, and mm. kind of fill it in between. Right. More of like a, we want to play music. We want to play songs. We know that we're not the kind of people to sit there and talk for five minutes talking about, oh, building the band or building the audience up, shouting, talking nonsense for God knows how long. Because we're doing that now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we literally can't do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stick me on a stage behind a guitar and I'll go, yeah, leave that one to you. Yeah, next song, I'm, I'm just tuning over here. So, but as a band, we never do that. Yeah. So, and we struggle to kind of, so I think we kind of go, how can we fill the time between? And usually, especially from my point of view, I don't know with the others, and I think we have talked about it before, we prefer to go to a band and go, I'm here to listen to the music. I'm yeah. not here to listen to someone talk for two minutes about something that's going on or how this is going on. And and sometimes it is. It is extremely like you think, you know, actually that's, they've got a point. It's really like... But for me, I'm just like, yeah, just rat the songs out. Yeah. Get out as yeah. much as you can. And yeah. I, I'm just here for the, I'm here for the tune, so... As well, uh, for us as well, I'd like to say, because we, we, we like, we're about the music. And I've said that, I was talking to Jack about this actually as well. And we were saying, um, some people love the lyrics as well. And they're really in tune with the lyrics. But I'm, mm. I'm very musically in tune. And, you know, and you, I think you will give a take on what, what type of music you like and if you like the lyrics or not. But through 
getting the set list together and getting it really nailed in, whether mm. that's you use all those songs together or you'll use those two songs and you'll use those two songs together mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and then you'll switch to the other ones around, is that, you know, like, going into those two songs, you know that that freedom of knowing you're going into that song allows you to just open it up and go, do you know what, I'm going to, you know, you because we don't ever have a plan for how really we're going to go in from one song to the next. Right. But it'll always happen. Yeah. And like, so like, you know, usually it'll all break down and then we'll just start going, you know, something, something will happen. Something yeah. will happen. It's like, a, it's like a rough it. guide. Yeah. And it, we go, we're going to go in, we're going to build up to this point and we'll, we'll follow your lead and go into it and, and that'll go from there. I mean, we're not as well polished as we'd love to be, but... <laughs> but that'll come, that'll come with time as well. Though, Freestyle. Because if you guys have only gigged, if you've only been gigging since lockdown finished, we're not, we've, it's not really that long since no. we've come out of it. So it's going to be times where you guys are going to, you know, you're going to have time to develop and get better at mm. doing that, tra- like that yeah. transition, I guess. Yeah, I also, yeah, yeah. I also like the feeling that every gig is different as well. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, we are talking about sometimes doing a click and, you know, playing to a click and uh, my my personal feelings... You know, obviously, a lot of other people uh, would do play to clicks, and there's mm. no—I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But my personal feelings are that it's not as live as it. You know, I like it to be in the moment. Yeah. You know, if it's too fast, it's too—it's a bit too fast. Or if it's you know it's a bit too slow, it's a bit too slow. You know, if if that didn't quite—you know—and that's where you get those little in-between moments between the songs, where you know I've played bits in between the songs. I thought, you know what, that was bloody great what we yeah. did there can you remember what we did no. absolutely not <laughs> no. but it's in the moment isn't it it's very <laughs> difficult course. you have it those is. moments of inspiration i guess when you've when you're doing when you've got a recorded track versus you guys playing live you're gonna have an element of creative freedom within that as well mm-hmm. right yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. there's a lot of times that we just kind of rattle off like you literally just said and we end up going i don't know how we ran into <laughs> that but that was really good yeah. and there's other times where we go that was a complete and utter mess. <laughs> we'll work on that next time. You've got to take the rough with the smooth. I think there's yeah. even times within the song though where you play it differently to how you recorded it. Yeah. Like you'll be doing whatever you're playing it and you'll play something completely different and go, that was great. That, <laughs> I go forward or you go, that doesn't work. No. That, we'll ne- I'll never play that again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you always definitely. do. I mean, like what I was saying earlier is in, in the previous recordings you do is your your personal style changes and and throughout you know, days or weeks or months, mm. you know, so you, mm. you never really know where your personal style and the like little feels you've been practicing on the day or riffs you've been practicing. I don't know how it works on guitar because I'm not a guitarist, but, <laughs> <laughs> but on drums, you know, yeah. if I've been practicing a feel or I've been working on a feel, then that feel tends to come out a lot yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I'm playing live, you might get a replacement of that feel rather than something else. So it just depends on, you know, that's how the feeling you're feeling the at moment. the moment. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. moment. That's it. I've got events coming up, right? And I want to try and figure out the best way of doing the events on the best days. And we had the event on Wednesday last week, right? And we had quite a lot of people in for a Wednesday night. Obviously, you were reassuring me quite a lot Mm -hmm. in regards to that. We had about 60 people there on a Wednesday, which was pretty good for what we had. On a Wednesday, yeah. Unsigned artists on a Wednesday. Everyone smashed it. And I was quite happy with how the evening went in the end. If you, so for example, there's a lot of, there are some purpose built, like, you know, like Hotbox you mentioned, like venues that mm-hmm. do music there all day, every day, they're for it. They, have to go, yep. they do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and during the week as well. If you can't get into there and you turn around and go, right, you've got a venue that can do any other day but a Friday, Saturday, what other day as artists would you take? It depends on location, I would imagine. Like if you are, and I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess, I'm about to say what you're about, you're about to say. 
Yeah, if we are a Chelmsford based try. <laughs> <laughs> if we're a Chelmsford based band, for example, yep. Wednesday night in Islington, for example, is is a pain. It's, it's not it's work, not a yeah. quick it's a slog to get everyone in all the equipment in yeah, and yeah. go from there. Um so it really depends on location. I would say if you're talking not Friday, Saturday, it's Thursday. Yeah, I think Thursday. Because Definitely we all know we all, ev- every everyone always knows, especially yeah, like everyone knows Thursday is if you're you know, if you're young, you're hip, you're going out, you're having fun. Hip. How old are you? I don't <laughs> bloody know. Do I, do so, I look hip so to you? definitely not hip. Anyway, anyway, you know. Are we hip? I remember when I was a bit young. <laughs> when you was hip? When, no, but, no, but when, when you used to go out on a Thursday night. I mean, I used to go out every Thursday night. And without fail. Yeah. Go down the pub Thursday night. It'd be first nothing. Because, you know, Friday, I mean, I don't know what your job is. Friday might be very important. You've got meeting in the morning. I don't care. But most yeah, people... I've got Thursday nights is like, you know, Friday, you know, work. You can usually One get, more day. You can, you can, get, you can get away with a lot of stuff <laughs> on a Friday, can't you? You know, yeah. you can go and you could probably sit in the, in the toilet for like three hours. No one would even know. <laughs> you, know so, uh, well, you know, so Thursday, if it's not a Friday or Saturday, it's yeah. got to be Thursday. I agree. I agree. I think if you're doing a day, <laughs> any day, it would be Thursday, especially London-based. Yeah. Because everyone mm-hmm. I've spoke to ever works in London or anything like that goes yeah. everyone goes out on Thursday. Thursday yeah. is the is the time to do it. It's basically <laughs> not Monday. <clears throat> not, yeah, not Monday. Not Monday. <laughs> no, no, no. Or Tuesday. No. Well, no, or Tuesday. Or Sunday. Right. Or Sunday. Sunday def well, I don't know actually. I think I still think people are trying to cling on to the weekend. Yeah. 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 I have seen quite a lot of gigs taking place on a Sunday and that's what made me wonder because mm. I think like I have a day obviously we've done the Wednesday the other week and we've done quite well on that day. The next event I've got coming up is, is at South End at 21 next Thursday on the 19th. And cool. that hopefully, the fact that it's on Thursday. I think Thursday down South End, he's got a lot of locals down yeah, there. Yeah. And I think I think that's the best night for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change my opinion. He's, he's, he's always, <laughs> he's always get, a, get a local band. Get a local band. Make sure that a local band is... On relatively late, <laughs> and then yeah. that way, yeah. the 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 other bands that are playing will always get some kind of audience because that's probably your best yeah. bet about bringing in the crowd. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had like we had a a, a gig a few weeks back at Norwich mm-hmm. with with an all dayer, and the guy who was a lovely guy, and he put on the whole thing, and it was really good and everything like that. But he said that all of the local bands mm. didn't want to play late. So yeah. the lo- the last so local is. band was on like six o'clock, right. and it was going into eleven. Oh wow! So by the point that we was on about half eight, there was no one there apart from the other bands, right? Because everyone in the local local area who had come to see them had gone, "We're not going to bother staying because we've seen who we wanted to see, and that's it." And yeah, we're done if you refuse to play but, past seven, but that's where you yeah. got to bridge the gap, you know, and that's where the gap becomes from. Obviously, you do your unsigned show, and yeah, yeah. you know a lot of smaller artists, and. That's the gap between being an artist who can go to Manchester, mm. and even if you can get twenty tickets, you know that's actually a result if you yeah. can do that f- like three hundred miles away from your home, or I don't know how many miles away is two hundred eighty. Oh, you know. But yeah. we'll, um, what we'll do, we'll go into this in a bit more detail in the next section. But we'll wrap this up. We'll have a quick break, and then we will come back to come back to this. So join us in the next section. Unsigned with Matt Wary. If you're an unsigned artist, then go to our website, tell us a bit about yourself, upload your track, and you could feature on Unsigned with Matt Wary. Unsigned with Matt Wary. Right, should we crack on? Yeah? 
Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that you were here. I was like, oh, I better not Yes. Right. Is that an offer? Let's wrap up. Uh, welcome back. This is the third section of the unsigned podcast. 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 Third section of the unsigned podcast with admissions. We were talking about tickets and selling for gigs a bit further afield. What's the furthest gig that you guys have done? Norwich. It was Norwich, Norwich. Norwich. Yeah, yeah, was Norwich. Which was literally the one that we were just talking about. Yeah. I, I, I think so. For me personally, any gigs is like I've played so many gigs as an original mm. artist where yeah. I've been stuck in a basement or stuck in a loft or whatever and you see people coming down say office and, no I, I said stuck a loft a, oh a loft <laughs> basement or a loft I don't know what I said stuck basement like, office, office. office. <laughs> anyway uh, you, you know they basically you, let's say you're in a pub I'm in Island. I've played in Islington so many times Hope and Ankle those pay, and they put you down in the basement and you see people come down they want the live music they want the live music but mm. You got paid nine quid to see live music, and they've never heard of this band before. Mm. Why are they going to come in? So I personally think it's a lot to do with the promotion, how gigs work. Yeah, you know, you, you can't make it nine quid to go and see a band for half hour. You know, they want to come in and see a band, take the money from the bar downstairs, and say, do you know what? All the money, like, let's mm. say, twenty percent of the money from downstairs goes to even if it went to the promoter. I'd rather that and have more people yeah, yeah. come and see me because otherwise you're just killing the atmosphere for the bands as yeah. well. I think it's very difficult for from the other side of it, bearing in mind I've only run one event and mm-hmm. obviously I've got another one next week. It's very difficult to try and understand what direction to take that in. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, of course. for me, like I want to try and do the best for the artists. I thought this is what this is all about, what the radio show is about. It's trying to give everyone a platform to get their music out there, of right? Course, yeah. It might not always it might not always be my thing, but I'll always try and give people a chance. And I think when it's coming to the events, obviously if I'm playing someone on the radio, it's a case of, oh cool, this is a track from whoever, mm-hmm. um, they're from Cambridge or whatever. And I'll say a little bit about them and then that'll be it. And they might never upload anything again. And that might have been the one track that I played. I have other bands that obviously upload stuff quite regularly. And like I said to you last week, The Great Leslie is someone mm-hmm. I'm enjoying listening to. And I've listened to them quite a lot over the past couple of weeks. You guys are always very generous and, uh, you know, people that have been around for a while. Coming to the events is more, uh, it's a lot more p- pressure, I guess, on trying to run a good event and trying to do it the right way. Because mm-hmm. when I was talking to people leading up to it, that you hear like horror stories and, and, Without going into it, we've all been a part of one. Seen um, the horror stories. Yeah, we've seen the yeah. horror stories. Yeah, <laughs> of we've been how the horror stories. of how <laughs> not to do it and and what can go wrong when it isn't promoted properly mm. and stuff like that. And I don't want to be like that. Like I, for me, it's always about the whole brand with Unsigned to give everyone a platform. And if I can do that with the gigs and all that, that is that's what I want to try and do. So learning from like we were discussing in the first section, something as simple as we that we had a ticket link. And then on Skiddle, and then people could pay cash to get in. Didn't even think about the card thing. So yeah, I had like people turning up, going, oh, can I pay on cards? Like, oh, no, shit, I've got to set up a link on another link on oh, Skiddle course, so you yeah. can do it. So it's learning that side of it. But the thing for the bands and trying to make it as good for them as possible, like we've got the video we're doing, we're mixing the tracks from the night because we're recording in multi-track and stuff. So we've got that side of it. But trying to get the people there, bums on seats, that is the hardest thing. But yeah. to be honest, Matt, like what you said there, like, You've already started better than most people because you're trying to actually do something for the artists. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot a lot of the a lot of the promoters out there, they're not trying to do anything for the artists necessarily because they're not putting on the video you know, they're not mm. doing videos and photography that they're gonna get sent because actually that's worth going and doing and you know that's actually a good thing to do. Whereas 
you just want to hope that if you bought 10 people, mm. let's say, and they bought in, you know, 200 pounds worth of, of business, mm. that you'd get paid, you know, like I say, is, is, is an amount of that money. So let's say, you know, like, you know, that's the good thing about Skiddle and stuff is you can tell who's who's done that. And like mm. a lot of the London promoters, they say, well, you're not going to get paid until you've bought 25 or 30 people. And right. bearing in mind, this is on a Thursday night in Islington when yeah. you're from Essex. Mm. Are you ever going to get 25 or 30 people? To, don't get me wrong, you do do that. And yeah, I did one time. I bought um, a loads of people down to the Islington. You know, the Islington mm. is an Islington. And bought about 40 people down on a Thursday night. Got paid 18 quid for it. I heard, I, I was know, chatting. And what's that? It's not a lot, is it? I was no. chatting to uh, someone at the event the other day. I won't mention names because I'll probably have him on at some point. But we were talking about that sort of mm. thing. And I'll wait, like, for, f with my events at the moment, it's a case of if I get profit, I'll split it. That's mm. fine. But I'm also paying out for, yeah, videographer, mixing, everything mm. else. So it's trying to balance that and trying to make it cost effective yeah. for me as well yeah, as, you know, for the bands and that as well. But he said that he had a very similar thing to you where he was doing a gig mm. somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was in London somewhere. And he ended up earning two quid. And they mm. the, the the company were sending him, what is it, a remittance or an yeah, invoice yeah, right, or whatever yeah, yeah. to say, can you uh, sign off on this two quid? He was like, just leave it. It's not worth the act. No. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it, it. I don't want to think about it too much, to be fair, because it only gets you down thinking about uh, it. it. But it's, it, well, it's one of those things where you, 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 you know, you're always going to play as good. I, think, I hope for myself that it was learning from yeah. that. That I'll think, you know, what, I, I, I've got to think, you know, we personally as a band, and I've spoke about this doing, is that you have to put on your own nights as, as a band, but mm. also do, like say, work with promoters like yourself who are willing to, to actually work with artists and yeah. try mm. and try and understand what both parties want, yeah. you know, rather than just saying, okay, this is the night you're going to come down and play this. And if you, like say, if you bring 25 people, we'll pay you. Is that you called know? pay to play? Is that that term? Yeah, that yes, is, yeah, that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. which is, which is exactly. very heavy in, in London. In, yeah, uh, of a lot of places. I say like you, in, you in, in your, in your... Where, where, yeah, when I was, I, I played bass for a band before this and, uh, we we was heavy paid to play in, really? in London area, yeah, and and a lot of the gigs were were okay. They wasn't too bad, but like what Max said, like it was paid to play, and a lot of it deterred people from just coming in. And you don't mind it for us. I think for us as a band and where we are as a level, if we can come away from a gig and go, there was a few people there really enjoyed it. It was half packed it. place, yeah, and we come away. It, it's made, it's worth our while mm -hmm. because we know we're not going to walk away. It's not like we, we are a cover band and we're going, we're playing this solely to earn money out of the night. Mm -hmm. The majority of what we're doing is because we want to do it because we want to put our music out there yeah. and we want to enjoy it for other people and, and, and have a laugh with it. And it's a kick in the teeth when you turn up to an event and you go, we're playing a London gig and no one wants to come in because they've, Push, push the ticket sales so high up that no one's going to pay that money for a band they've never heard before mm. and you've mm. pushed all your like you put all your time and effort into travelling up to London from Essex which sounds a bit stupid we're not too far away but it's still a lot of aggravation yeah. for, for a band of us so there's money as well money you know like let's say but that's the thing we don't you got to pay for parking I've paid pay gigs exactly so, so even everywhere. if it was like it's, it's, yeah, no it's menial covered but our expenses but, like but just little yeah, things exactly I said if they, if they paid you 50 quid and said oh well there's your petrol money going you know there's something you know the food you're yeah always going to eat when you're there 
and you know you're always mm. going to buy drinks when you're there. So you're basically paying them. You you yeah. go in there, paying the venue because you're dr- you're having a couple of drinks, putting you know, on the entertainment. Yeah, putting on the entertainment, yeah. bringing your your friends. Yeah, you know whether that's five or fifty, yeah. you're still bringing your people down there to go and spend money at the bar, and you're getting absolutely nothing for it. Actually, you're losing for it because you've had to pay out for all those things. So, And that's where it comes well, in. But, it, 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 yeah. it is, but this is the thing. It, it, it shouldn't be nothing. It shouldn't be nothing. And it couldn't be nothing if there was a a load of people there. Exactly. So even if we would have walked away with it and gone, we've played a set to uh, to 150 people, mm-hmm. and we you know what... We'd have been happy. Oh, we, exactly. I'd, have got, I'd have walked away from it going, yeah, well, we brought a load of people and, and we spent money to do it, but... That was that was pretty good. That was really good, and that's the main thing I think is finding, like Mm. what you said earlier, is finding the balance between going, making sure everybody's happy in the situation. Mm. But I think with like a lot of promoters in the London scene, is that it's just seen as a cash grab. Right? Is that they're they're just going that you need to bring this many people along to earn money back out of it and push it, or go, or go. You can play this gig, but you have to bring this amount of people. What gets me on top of that is they go, you can play this gig. But sign this to say you can't play another gig within X amount of miles. Yeah. Says who? Or you, or you just can't announce a gig or have a gig within two weeks either side. That See, that's yeah. for me, right? Because, again, I'm learning the ropes of trying to put on my own events and stuff. So it is, it's a learning curve. And also, I don't want to be considered to be a prick promoter. So I'm trying to figure out the best way of doing things. But I can see it from both sides. Because, mm-hmm. like, for example, say, for example, I was booking you guys. Yeah. Good and it was choice. a case of, well, obviously, it would <laughs> yeah. be a good choice. I know I haven't yet. Not yet. No, so yeah. I know I haven't yeah, that's yet. two events you've been talking about. We haven't had an invite <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, I've done a scan on it. <laughs> All right. Third time's a charm. Um, but what my point is, is that, obviously, when I'm looking at trying to build it and trying to get everyone involved and get as many people there as possible... You can, I can see it from a perspective of, all oh, right, well, I've got admissions playing that gig. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they're doing one in a similar location a week ago. Yeah, I get it that. Is, it is, it, again, yeah. it's about balance. It's about trying to find the right people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think with the, I've been quite lucky so far with the bands and the artists that I'm working with at the events that they're only really trying to push one thing at a time. So, mm. for example, Under One Sun, they have an event. They've had a few events that they've done. I think they've done the hay, is it the Haystack that was on in the Cam other Bay. week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've done that. And now they're now ne- we've got like what ten days until our event. So now they're pushing that one. Good health, good wealth, similar thing. I saw they posted yeah. another event coming up as well, but they're po- they're pushing our one, and they're bringing quite a few people down. But it's not an obligation. Like I've been open and honest with everyone involved with what we're doing. If we make a profit, I'm quite happy to do what I can. Mm-hmm. If I can cover expenses where I can, I absolutely will. But it's again finding. It, it's just me. Do you know what I mean? I'm just yeah, trying to do yeah. what yeah. I can. The thing yeah. is, is, is that is massively appreciated to um to the artists mm. you know mm-hmm. if you said oh i've made 20 quid um it's pretty i'll give you exactly <laughs> do you know what i would take that or here's a beer yeah, you know, yeah. or whatever i would you know say do you know what? we do it we do it for the love mm. of playing anyway yeah you know mm. so you know if you know and you know that there's there's not been many money in it you don't you know yeah don't, don't expect to get paid. The worst it's, fine. Exactly. it's fine but when you know that people are, yeah, you've bought a load done, of people yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you've yeah. done your part I bring thirty people, like say, and then you don't get paid. Yeah. That's when you're. Well, it was. It was the. Um, it was a fiddler's elbow, wasn't it? Yeah. We we bought like forty five people, mm-hmm. and then then we come away from it, and there was like, yeah, it's like forty five quid for it. It was like, 
the tickets were like nine pound, and however much they spent at the bar, or whatever. And I was yeah. like, we've earned it was a, a lot. It was a long night as well. A ticket out of yeah. everyone didn't mean. And to I was like, I was like, the, the, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't the venue at all. It wasn't the venue. <laughs> and we're not naming the promoter, the but it wasn't the venue at Fiddler's all. Fiddler's Elbow is a really good venue. venue. It is a great venue. I think it I've is. been there. But been there Very just generally cool. without it being a live music venue. It's just a stat. It's a pub as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just pub, yeah. Yeah, and no, I've been there years and years ago. Yeah. Right. So what I was going to do, we're going to try something, right? Sort of, um, not, I'm not going to time it or anything like that, but try and give us like a quick answer to these. Okay. And you could do. How quick? One second. Ooh, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> One second. One I don't second. think my brain computes it. the question that quick. We'll just go around, right? You guys can shout out whatever. I'm not that bothered. Okay. Right. But like quick off the draw sort of stuff. What's the best gig you guys have done to date? Uh, I, I would say. Cramporn. Cramporn. I would say the festival that can't be named. The I festival know, can't be named was the best sounding gig, but the Cramporn was the best gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pound for pound, probably the Cramporn, which is really bad because Joe didn't. Joe wasn't there. No, yeah, that was back yeah, in so Finland, wasn't Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. But in his Sorry. defense, I mean, he hasn't Don't played whisper. that much of it. So hasn't crazy. played much of it. Nah, it was because it was only for Joe. <laughs> that, that was like um, a- ASMR. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Sorry. <laughs> so freaky. Right, okay. We love that. Worst gig. Uh, oh, Christ. Who do I want to piss off the least? Berry. It is, it is, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You no. say Berry, but for, for what we got out it. of it, no, no, we all got it out of it, it was okay. <laughs> no, no, um, it was really good. It was a good kick. Uh, I actually don't know. But I, I just think... think um, you can no comment here. You can plead the I would go after the horse's bolted. Purely based on equipment failure, I would say Norwich, due to the drums falling apart. Yeah, I mean, Norwich weren't great. Yeah. Did you hit them too hard? I never hit the drums too hard. Or apart from a popular, apart from mu- a popular opinion, might say that I do, but it's all lies. I'm telling you. But right. you're breakables. Well, we had the, we had. Yeah, the that's why I call them breakables, isn't it? <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> what about the uh, what about the Rayleigh one? Where, where basically we had no kit at all, and then and then Max had to use like a, a mic stand as a drum. Oh uh, no, no, as it a wasn't drum, Rayleigh. As a cymbal stand. Oh, uh, the, the 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 tavern. Um, Railway tavern. Railway tavern. tavern. So basically, again, they, they said. Joe. They said, you know. Don't worry, it's fine. We don't worry. This place is shut down now, so I've got no. I've got no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's not sorry, anymore. not sorry. <laughs> anyway, it turned out they said, we've got all the gear. It's fine. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Uh, got there. No seat. No cymbal stands. No anything. Nothing. So I had to use what I use a microphone as a cymbal stand. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't place, know what the, I sound. The place clearly wasn't but, wired properly as well. Because every single you know, time you touch the mic, it like, shock. zaps you. Oh Jesus! Yeah. My favourite thing with places like that is when you're playing the drum, the kick goes as you're kicking it. I watch it go past me, and, uh, and you have to go forward, pull it back a little bit, <laughs> and, and then carry, carry on playing. We had when we were doing a canteen last week. There was um, good venue. Thank you everyone that was there. But they had like a light that came off the wall and it was like it had a circular shade. Is that mm. the right term? Oh, yeah. Circular shade. And the drummer sitting in the corner, and I'm awake, but sitting in the corner like this. And his symbol was here. Sorry, audio listeners. His symbol was here and the light was there. And he was like so close to going, smash. And I was like, can we move that light? <laughs> Just play the light. That's oh, going to cost second us. Now. <laughs> expenses. I, d- I don't think we've had that many horror gigs, though. Nah. I, f- I think we've been quite lucky. We've, we've played a few to no one. But to be honest, that's not a horror, really. You know, because no. the thing, I think no. you could, as, as, a, as, a, as a small artist, you've got to expect to play to nobody. Yeah, we, we, I mean, the yeah. reality is, is you're going to do that at, at least a couple of times and... 
you know, I if you aren't going to make a big, it, until you go, you know, yeah, it doesn't it's about matter about making who you the are. most of it on that exactly, night. Exactly, isn't it? you know, guys, exactly. whoever's there, you never know who's going to be there, and they might be one fan that you're going to gain. Yeah, so yeah. you might as well play your socks off and just go for it. And sometimes they're the gigs where you play the best because you've got no pressure. Yeah, so you just go for it. Do just it. go for it, like a rehearsal, a live rehearsal. Exactly. Okay. We don't right. play that one rehearsal. No. <laughs> <laughs> where do you rehearse? Um, we're quite fortunate to have like a little lock up uh, that Kirsty's dad owns. Oh, okay. Kirsty's yeah. dad's big, well big, into it, isn't he? Big shout yeah, out to, yeah, yeah, big yeah, shout yeah. to Jim McEwen. He yeah. was yeah. proper. He's proper at the. Um, I saw him at the yeah the festival. He loves that. Right he's the man. Brilliant stuff. I think right. he wants to be the sixth member. So. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who would you most like to support? Are we going around the room? Yeah, go on, go. Uh, I would. I would love to be on the bill with like. Arctic Monkeys or Cortinas. Yeah. But that's just me. <sighs> Queens of Stone Age. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Josh Home. Avenged Sevenfold. Oh. Would be for me. I mean, that is that would be the weirdest lineup mm. ever. Yeah, I think just with that Monkeys answer. It'd be a great gig, though, wouldn't it? Stone Age it would. Just with that answer, the answers there, you can see how different the influences yeah. are yeah. that go into, right. the, go into our music. Hence how, hence how we come up with. Hence how we can't get on the lineup for any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got, I don't know what to think of this. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mashup of everything. <laughs> Who would you most like to support you? Ooh. Like, so not someone who's absolutely massive, but someone who you'd go, that'd be pretty cool to work um, with them. As, as in a, a signed artist? Yeah, signed artist is fine. Who would I, who would, I would quite like to work with? I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> uh, I'll, okay, I will say uh, for me at the moment, Jack White, unbelievable guitar. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, I know you guys have got the same name. Sorry, but like, <laughs> listen to his new album, the production on that Am I allowed to say shiz? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Well, shiz wouldn't be the word that I would have gone for. Uh, you know, do you know what? I'm in radio mode. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm allowed to say shiz. That shit was absolutely crazy. And like the guitar work on it, insane. Where are you, Jack? Oh, you know, I actually don't know. I, 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 I have no idea. I would go for the K's. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Actually, the case yeah. Isle of Wight Festival. They were really. That was one of the most enjoyable bands that we watched. Mm. I mean, and I know it was playing to not a lot of people at all. That was really, really good. Oh, really? Yeah. They were yeah. First on, yeah. I think, on the main stage on the Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we just went round. We and went we down there. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah, but, but, we just but down let's not let's not remember. I did tell you about. You did tell us. You did tell us about. Well done, Thank you, thank you. I just wanted to get that out on. Isle of Wight Festival just been announced on the lineup today. I think on the Tuesday. San Quentin, big boy. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Props off to them. Well done. Friends of the show. They're coming on at some point. Hopefully, so that should be good. Can you guys recommend an unsigned artist that you might have worked with that you could recommend to? Yeah, I would go for Chelmsford based. Friends of ours, Palps. You mentioned them to me You've before. Stolen yeah. my phone I have, yeah. No, that, that, you can do a collective one. That's, that's, why, yeah. why, that's why I went first. I think so. Like, they're, they're, they're really good. They're really, really all, good. All and they're good friends of ours from Southend. Right. I don't you can know. tell both of them to upload music to us, please. I don't know, I <laughs> don't know if no. this band, band is signed, but I went to see them at Camden Assembly the other weekend. English teacher. They are amazing. Yeah. You should go and listen to them because they are quality. I think there you go. Recommendations there. I would imagine if they are signed. We can do that. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Sorry, I take it back. I take it back. I'll but take yeah, definitely, comments. definitely palps. Yeah, palps, but they yeah, are. Yeah, they're, there they're you go. Really recommend really palps. What would be sort of like your made it moment? At what point are the admissions going to have made it? What well, if you're standing? I don't know. I'm not going to use 
Wembley Stadium because that's big, too big. But do you know what I mean? Like, where would it be where you go, mm. fucking hell, we've done well here. As in, is... as in a sellout show or just, just a, a, a moment? I'm going to go for something really small. You're going, ah, he's softy. We can just choose having... just blue M&Ms in yeah. our rider. <laughs> our rider. <laughs> having when there's a part, the part in Build On Tomorrow, when it breaks down, it's just the acoustic bit. Mm. You hear the audience sing the song back at you. Yeah. I think that for me, that's the point where we go, we've done something right. No, I think that's a nice thing. That's, that's very yeah. cute. But it'd be yeah. better if it was Wembley. It'd be the whole crowd thing. <laughs> the O2. No, we have to stop because I can't hear You can, you can dream, you know. You can yeah, dream. Yeah. You can definitely yeah. dream. I think it's like it's nice having those little, not a goal as such, but mm. that little moment. Go those little go, moments, yeah. yeah. As uh, I mentioned last time. I think, I, I think definitely if, it, if, we, if we manage to properly sell out a local gig, like not just friends and family that we boost yeah, it yeah. to. Like we go, we, we're playing this and mm. within like a few days, people have bought tickets and, and it's sold out. Then I'll go, you know what? If I play one, if I play one sellout gig with 400 capacity or something, I'd be yeah. happy. M- mine's, the, mine's getting a, a, U, a big UK festival. I would love that. Say download contacted us and said, even if they said we want you to play the smallest stage mm. of the whole festival, I'd be like, I'm there. Yeah. yeah, I will be there. Would Just that be your Would that be your like bucket list? What would be your like bucket list venue or Ooh. festival? Ooh. Glastonbury. Yeah, oh, I, gonna... I think it would download for me. Oh, yeah. But I think it would be a festival rather yeah. than a venue yeah. because I just feel like with a festival you have so much more chance of branching out to people. Yeah. I don't know. I know with a venue, obviously, people are there to see you, but I feel like I don't know. I a main stage of a festival is a big deal. Huge. I always thought um, headlining and hear me out. Where we're from Chelmsford, you got yeah. Highlands Park. Highlands Park over the years has had, you know, all different festivals. Imagine being from Chelmsford and going, we've headlined V Festival when it was on. Right next door to you go. You're not headlining yeah. Creamfield too. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's quite <laughs> our, um... Not yet, no. Um, just be able to say, we're from Chelmsford, we're headlining. I'm two roads down to my mum's house. Let's all go back there and after that. It is literally yeah. around the corner from your house. It is, yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't want to say anything, Matt, but our next album is a trance album. Is it? <laughs> wow, no. that is an exclusive. We just four out of the five of us don't know it yet. No. <laughs> well, I've just conceptualised it. Right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that? Just going on a bit of a tangent. What would be the more local? What would be a big local festival to us now? Because obviously, like you mentioned, V, we're all based from Essex, uh, as you you've might got, be able to tell. You've got Creamfields. I mean, it's yeah, nice, I know. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. like a fest. I mean, not is like Village a, Green still going. Or that ended, didn't it? That's finished. Yeah, Brown, Brownstock. Brownstock that ended finished. about 10 years ago. I think there um, is one coming to Braintree, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. I need to have a look. I guess there's not really anything huge in the Essex. The problem is. is with the Essex scene is it's, it's quite clubby. There isn't one. Though, I, don't is think, I don't think there is a good band scene in Essex, oh, really. Not well, not big band scene it compared bands, to like but, major yeah. festivals. Bands support bands, but I think it doesn't really go past that for yeah. scene. Mm. So I think probably to branch into probably London, like, Community festival might be like a big one it to would, do. It could be, yeah, would be yeah. good. Um, yeah, apart from that, I mean, I can't think of major. Festivals I don't think there is. Are around there any us. big festivals in Essex anymore? I don't well, know. that's what I don't. Since, since V festival since probably probably died not. out, there's no, no major yeah, I mean, ones v, anymore. V just it? fell off. They had, lift, they had the uh, the Rise festival Rise, that we that, went to. That was a good which festival, which was really good, yeah. but it got terrible reviews. No, but that was that was basically. I think it was a promo riding on V festival, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was their first setup afterwards, and it had. Who is it? Headlining Stereophonics uh, Liam and Gallagher. Um, Liam, Liam Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, so bad really. so that I'm pretty sure Liam Gallagher shouted out middle set going, this is the worst gig he's ever played. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I saw him play, <laughs> to a, to him play to a crowd in Malta who didn't know who he was. Uh, oh, really? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's still was that when you were working in radio? It was, yeah. But I, I remember but stuff. the sangria no, was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Right, so next thing on the list is what is the uh, advice for upcoming artists? So if you had uh, an unsigned artist come up to you guys or a young person that wanted to get into music, what would be your advice? Enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, have to, you yeah, need to get no, again. Yeah, I know. That's exactly so, what I was saying. Do you saying. know what he's got? Don't, in, don't, you? Set, don't set your... I would say don't set your hopes too high. Exactly. Just uh, enjoy it for what it is. If you can... Yeah. Just, I, I, would just, I would just go into it going... You know what? Take, take away the small wins. Like, <laughs> if you play yeah. to a gig or you play to a, or a venue or something and there's 30, 40 people there that really enjoyed it... Uh, just come away from it going, you know what, that was really good. Yeah. Don't get disheartened by the fact that you play a couple of gigs and you go, there's no one there or mm-hmm. it wasn't the best. You mucked up one song mm. or anything like that. Just, it happens enjoy, to everyone. Enjoy the fuck-ups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's they it. Are, they Laugh are, it off. They are the fuck-ups. It happens. Bits. Yeah. Like us when we played uh, when we played Norwich and your, your drum kit fell apart. Yeah. And then it fell apart on the last song. Just when we started to get it back together, it fell apart again. But... <laughs> and, 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 and it always sound, falls apart, and basically. And the sound... And the sound uh, the sound tech had to uh, imitate our drum kick with, <laughs> you know uh, with the sound of a you know mic what? pushed up against it like that. Just like, oh, it was wow. like, Jeez, do, do you know great. what? Do you know what? Yeah. I was playing. I was playing the kick, and obviously the kick, the the, the beta had fallen off the kick. Right, and I was still like fake playing. I don't even know why. And then I just Riffle. heard it. I heard it come back, and I was like. Where is it? I was like, <laughs> I was looking around. I was but thinking, not just come back. Like was, it was like, it was like, it was huge. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was like, was like listening wow. to it like an arena. We was going, Christ, why do we sound this good? But also the drums. out of time with what we were well, playing. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, we were trying to time up for the ending, and we went, this is not happening. What's going on? What's That's because you thought I was still playing. And then you were like, oh god, he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> you stop. I think you should buy the bar by one, that point. <laughs> one thing I would say about our last question is. You should enjoy it, yes. Yeah. But you also need to work really hard at mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. And like, yes. if you want to do it, you know, don't expect it's going to be easy. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to speak to people, speak to new people, yeah, contact, network, get out there. Yeah. You know, just do it. Get out there and be as as much as you can yeah. to everyone. Chat to everyone. Expect it as another full time job. Yeah. Basically, yeah. we were saying that, weren't we? We were saying that before we came on pod mm. because. For for me doing this and for you guys doing the band, it is something that we've all got nine to fives or mm-hmm. whatever, nine to sixes or whatever, mm. and it is important to try and branch out and create. Basically, treat it is like it like it is another job because if you don't, no one else will take it seriously. Yeah, um, and exactly. and yeah, the, the reality yeah. is, is you're like I know it's it's not competition, but you're uh, you are against everyone else out yeah. there who's trying to do exactly the same thing that you are. I'm not saying everyone's music's the same, but the reality is, is the more effort you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, of you know, those spare hours you sat at home playing PlayStation, watching TV or whatever, you know, make some music. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, and <laughs> going, back to, going back to what you <laughs> said earlier about putting that little bit more effort in when you're promoting a gig and giving that little bit back to bands mm. goes a hell of a long way from mm-hmm. our point of view. Is is going to go to someone going, you know what, it's, it's, it's not been the best turnout, but we'll do this for you or we'll... Or, we haven't earned loads out of it, but we, we promise we can, we can give that little bit back. Yeah, for us as a whole, that's all you're asking for because you know that you know that yeah you know where you are as a band and going look we ain't going to come away with five hundred quid tonight. We don't want that, but you just don't want to be mugged off. Yeah, that's pick, the big pick, thing. Pick the right people yeah, to work exactly, with, whether yeah. it's promoters, yeah. uh, recording studios, um, and the endless messages you get on social media from people saying we can help you. I get that. And, yeah. I yeah. keep so I'll post a photo on Instagram of whatever of you guys, of a picture of you guys saying you're coming in, mm. or me saying, "Oh, episode 19 is online now." Whatever, right? And I'll get um, DM me or do this that's or do all, that. That's all bots. 
and I'll, so, I'll yeah, I know, so, and I'll, yeah. I get like it, uh, direct messages or whatever, yeah. saying, "Oh, I can, yeah, I can really help you, or I can for five dollars, I can do X, Y, and Z." It's like oh, what a deal, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "No, nah, it's all right." Um, so right, we've got we're going to start wrapping things up a bit now. Wapping. So, huh? Wapping. What is that? What I you said? said wapping. Yeah. Wapping. 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 It sounds like the right place for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start wrapping things up. So, just um, where can people find admissions? Everywhere. 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 And on any, TikTok. And, and TikTok as and well. We are our, TikTok, our yeah. most loved thing. Um, any music streaming platform, just go on and search admissions. We're on there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Just search admissions, we pop up, admissions music, admissions UK, something along those lines, probably there. And YouTube as well. Yep. YouTube, yeah. Uh, YouTube, Aqua Tafana. That we we're like what second We're second on the second search. on YouTube, so you know, search that. You'll <laughs> find us. What about events or any news that you guys have got? Is there anything you've got coming up that you want to plug? There is, yes, there is an announcement on Saturday. Um, can we do an announcement now? I, yeah. think, I, this, think, I yeah. think we should. Yeah. So this is going to be coming out on it's Friday. Pre-announcement. Yes, so is, this is yeah. a pre-announcement for the announcement. Um, our first EP is coming out. Yeah. Woo. You got a button for that? There we go. Yeah. That sounds great. I'll do my own sound. Our first yeah, EP on the 27th of May, which is Friday the 27th, is called... Noise Complaints Before Nine, which yeah. was named after... Our lockup, which we told you about earlier, mm. is actually right next to a caravan park, and we constantly get complaints from them at <laughs> stupid at hours half seven, it, six half o'clock. Seven. Yeah. I'm sure what all before you know what? nine. You, you know, I know you're on holiday. It's half seven. You know, <laughs> yeah. chill the f out, mate. Um, and, uh, there we yeah, go. That's, 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 that's and, that, and, that, and that's you can expect to hear those vibes of of, of angry remittance ag- well, against those characters. Am I allowed to say I've had a little sneaky? You have, yeah. I've yeah. had a little sneaky listen. I um, love it all. You've done a very, very good job. Well, thank but you very much. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for all coming in. Thank you, Rob, again for co-hosting. Thank you, thank you for all of us. Yeah, no, I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you guys want to like and subscribe, that'd be amazing. We've also got Patreon. We're going to have some exclusive videos going up there um, for our gigs that are coming up and if you want any more information unsignedmusic.uk and we will see you next time Unsigned with Matt Wary Unsigned with Matt Wary